It is a very special week on the podcast because it's launch party week. Launch Party Week is a live virtual event I host every single year that covers the ins and outs, the mindset shifts and the strategies, and the being and doing that go into five and six figure launches. If you haven't officially registered yet, you can go to alignedandambitious.co forward slash LPW. Otherwise, enjoy the recordings on the podcast this week and make sure you tag me in your favorite episode. What's up, guys? And today's one of my favorite things to teach about because, like anything in life, things don't always go as planned. And a lot of the times, what I see happening is okay, well, things aren't going as planned. And so I'm going to make it mean all of these things and I'm going to give up and I'm not going to show up. And it's bullshit. It's massive self-sabotage. I constantly am telling my clients it is not over until it's over. And it's not over until you decide that it's over. And a lot of the times if things aren't going your way or the way that you anticipate or expected, you decide to call it. Let me know if you guys have ever been (laughs) in a launch where things weren't going the way that you planned. And so you kind of just like, like a turtle in a shell reversed, went back into hiding and you lost your momentum. You lost your energy. It didn't feel good anymore. You started to have your confidence fade away. It's happened to all of us. It's happened to me. I always say (laughs) today is teaching you how to pivot better than Ross Geller Maybe you're a Friends fan, maybe you're not. I fucking love Friends. I've rewatched the show a million times. Um, Last year for Halloween, I was Rachel. (laughs) And yeah, so I'm excited to talk to you today because I think, I mean, all the content's been so good, of course, but today's really practical, a list of things that you can do in your launch. So there's not going to be specific homework for today because when you apply these things is actually in a launch, right? So let's talk about it. The first thing I want to ask though, I've had many side conversations with so many of you, lots of questions about five figure flow. At the end of today's training, I'm actually going to show you the inside of it. So a lot of people are like, what's included? What's the lesson? Does it cover this? I know the sales page, it's beautiful. It's a lot to read. So I'm going to actually show you the behind the scenes so you can see all the things you get. But if you guys have questions on the self-study, on the live integration, on anything five-figure flow, just drop it in the chat and I'll do my best to circle around and answer all the questions that are coming up around that. So let's get started. I have a list of things I want to talk about, but what's the first thing? Let's start with the practical, right? I've come from a marketing background. I understand wanting to look at data. Sometimes, sometimes it's a strategy thing, okay? More often than not, I'd say probably 90%, it's not. So we have discussed the launch planning process. So this is assuming that you're taking everything that you've learned up until this point and you're applying it to your next launch, right? So you have done the warming up, you have done the pre-launch, you have done all five phases of the launch process, you have a high quality offer, you're feeling good about your marketing, you have the foundational, my opinion, the foundational things in place. And so for today, we'll assume it's not a strategy problem because most of the time it won't be. Strategy is very simple to shift. Like, for example, if launch party week was a bust and it's just not because I'm not available for that, I could always do like a masterclass. (laughs) I could always do like a, you know, what you missed during launch party week kind of recap party. There's always things that you can do and change and pivot if the strategy isn't working. And a lot of the times I, I was just on a client call this morning and she's like, what do you think I'm missing in my strategy? And I'm like, fucking nothing. absolutely fucking lutely nothing. (laughs) You're not missing anything in your strategy. That should be a relief. So the first thing if things aren't going the way that you expected, the first thing is we can look at the data. 
we can look at the numbers. We can look at it so we can rule it out sooner rather than later and then actually make the shifts that we need to make to pick up the momentum again. So some things that I look at and these metrics aren't make or break, you guys. These are not the things that carry the weight in the launches, but we can start here. We can look at these things. First thing I would look at is your email rates. If you're sending emails, are people opening them first and foremost? If people are not opening your emails, again, simple shift. Change the subject line. <laughs> the subject line is what makes people open or bypass. So that's one shift you can make. If people are not reading your emails, if they're not opening your emails, we can start to shift the headline, shift the subject line, shift the preview text. That's a very easy tweak. The second thing you want to think about is, especially for your launch event, the show up rate. This is, you know, the thing I pay attention to the most because if none of you were here, <laughs> launch party week wouldn't do what it's supposed to do and five figure flow wouldn't be what it's supposed to be because this is the nurturing event, right? This is when I'm doing, this is when I'm in the education phase, when I'm in the sales phase. And so I've seen a lot of times when my clients are launching or people in the DMs are like, hey, I had these signups for my webinar or I had these signups for my challenge, but I'm noticing not a lot of people are showing up. And so the first question I ask you is, what did you do on your part to make showing up as easy as possible? And we've kind of touched on this already. So I had sent out a Google Calendar link, really easy, add it to your calendar. I had incorporated some sort of game giveaway. If you show up, you get points, you can win something. Who doesn't love that? And so I thought about that before we went into launch of how can I make sure that people show up? Is it easily accessible? For the people that don't have a Facebook group this week, the episodes are on the podcast. It's easy to access. Now, a lot of the times what I see too is people will host their launch event on a Zoom call and they'll send out a Zoom link and there's nothing wrong with it. It works. But what I've seen in the past for my clients is that Zoom is almost so intimate. I don't do free Zoom trainings. I, I personally choose to protect my energy with some sort of social barrier. If I was on a Zoom with all of you guys and the chat was popping off and people were trying to unmute and I had to manage all the things, it just feels like so much of my energy is being seeped into other directions. Alternatively though, because it's so much more intimate, if you, depending on who you're talking to and where they're at energetically, they may hesitate to get on a Zoom call because they don't want to be seen. They don't want to be the only one there. So really evaluating, are there barriers for people to attend my launch event? Because that's the goal. We're, we're putting a lot of effort and energy and love into this launch event. We want to make sure that people are there. So are we doing what we can to incentivize them to be there? Are we making it accessible and easy to be there? Not a lot of barriers, not a lot of gaps. Are we sending reminders, right? You guys have been getting an email about 15 minutes before we get started. You're getting a Facebook group post about 15 minutes before we get started. Making sure that you're doing all the things that you can do. Now, if you do all the things that you can do and nobody shows up, guess what? You just switch it up. You host it again, you do an encore, uh, maybe you switch the launch event, but keep the core content. But beyond that, and that's, you know, that's really the most of the data I'll get into because again, it's usually not about this. The second thing, or the third thing rather, is you can start to assess your content and your messaging. Now, this is probably the thing out of the data, like analytical that we'll talk about before we get into what really matters and how you can really, really turn things around. But if there is a massive disconnect in your content, people aren't paying attention, they're not excited, that's an area that I would look. And what I mean by that, and I mean this in the nicest way I always do, if your content is dry <laughs> and boring, people aren't gonna pay attention. 
And they're not going to spend, you know, five hours with you or five days with you or even an hour with you if your content is cut and dry. So this is going back to really thinking about the way that you speak and infusing your personality. Especially when it comes to selling and marketing, what I see very often, and I've done this before because this is kind of what we're taught, but it's, it doesn't work very well. A lot of the times when it comes to opening a cart and selling your program, you'll want to post something like, here's what you get. You get this module, you get this module, you get these lessons, you get these bonuses, you get this spreadsheet, you get this many calls, you get Voxer access. <laughs> Who fucking cares? Your people don't care about that stuff. You're losing them because there's no emotion in your sales content. What people are buying into rather than the number of deliverables is the feeling, the transformation, the end result. They don't give a fuck how you get them there. They don't give a fuck how many modules, how many lessons, how many resources, bonuses, calls. As long as they get to the other side and they get what they really want, they don't care about the in-between. And so if a bulk of your messaging and your marketing when it comes to sell is just around the deliverables and what they get, then you're going to lose people because it's cut and dry. People aren't up at night craving seven modules. Like, oh my gosh, I'm just up dreaming because I want a seven module course so bad. Like you guys are probably laughing because no one would say that. And we all know it. I don't lay awake at night in my bed thinking about a five module course or I just really want a program with six group calls. I don't care. I don't care. You don't care. But the things that I do think about, the things that do stop my scroll, the things that cut through the noise, the things that convert, it's the end goal. I want to make more money without having to do more. I want to scale my business without all the bells and whistles. I don't want to throw spaghetti at the wall anymore. I want to attract more clients by just being me. I don't want to stress around launching anymore. I don't want to freak out because no one's buying anymore. I don't want to open my doors and obsessively check my emails, checking for sales because I'm so freaked out. Those are the thoughts that people are thinking before they join Five Figure Flow. So if all I marketed was you get seven modules, you're lost, you're gone. But when I can start speaking to you, I wrote a post about this today. Go check out my Instagram. The post was really good. <laughs> you know, what if I told you that there are people out there that will find you on Instagram at random through a hashtag, through a shared post, through whatever, it doesn't matter. They will read a post or two and they will throw money at you. They will be so ready to buy because how you're positioned online. You don't need to nurture them. They don't need to be on your email list for six months. You can attract people left and right, new people coming into your world every fucking day, no paid ads. Yes, we use ads, I always get that, but don't you use ads? Yes, we use ads to scale. Ads are a bonus, they're not the base. So, it's not just you. Happened again yesterday. It happened again this morning. People who didn't come in through ads, people who didn't participate in launch party week. They're just like, I vibe with you. I want to pay you. Great. That's what you want, right? That's why you're going to work with me <laughs> because I embody that. I embody the things that my clients want to have. And so another thing I said in my post was yesterday, I opened the doors. I went to lunch with my husband. I took my puppy for a walk. My ass was asleep by 9 p.m., okay? <laughs> I was not glued to my computer. I was not checking all the emails. I was not making sure the tech worked. I was not stressing over last-minute launch tasks. 
I was out living my life. I was out having fun. I was out doing the things that I started my business to do. I started my business to support my life. I started my business to give me freedom. So I have to live that. I have to embody that. We have to embody what we teach. And then marketing, what we're doing, becomes very easy. The post I wrote today was very easy. It was basically just a summary of what happened in my life yesterday, right? There was no, how do I word this in a way that it's going to make people want to buy? How do I communicate the value? Oh, you get $100,000 worth of content for only $9.97. What? 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 No, not the vibe. So another thing you can do when things aren't necessarily moving in the way that you want it to, check your content. The way to do that is check your embodiment. Are you living out what you're teaching? Or is there a misalignment? When you're out of integrity with what you're teaching, you're out of alignment. When you're out of alignment, again, this analogy for those who are listening on the podcast, you're, you know, if you're, what you want is way up here and you're out of alignment, you're operating at a different level below. You're going to bypass it. It's not that it's not there. It's there. You're down here because there's a misalignment which is fine. No shame, no judgment. It doesn't fucking mean anything. You just shift. Once you can see it for what it is, you can shift. That's all it means. All it means. And it's like, what are we actually open for? I was thinking about this today. I was journaling about this this morning. My goal for this launch is a bare minimum, a six-figure launch. We're going for multi-six figures. The exact goal is like 250 something thousand. And I was thinking about it this morning. And I said, but why? Why couldn't it be a $400,000 launch? Why couldn't it be a half a million dollar launch? I have the community. I have the content. I have the testimonials. I have the high quality program. I'm living fully embodied. Why couldn't it be more? Because I don't believe that it could. We're well-resourced. We've talked about, you know, the spiritual side the last couple of days. Of course, it's infused to everything, <laughs> everything that we're doing. But it's like, can we be open? Can it drop into the realm of our possibility that new people can find you randomly the how isn't up to you it's not an effort thing but are you just open that new people can find me today and pay me today are you open to my audience can afford three of me paid in full what kind of questions are you asking yourself during your launch what if nobody buys what if they think it's too expensive what if they can't afford me what if nobody's paying attention what if no one's listening what if no one's there what if no one wants it our brains will find an answer. They will find an answer. The moment you ask a question, our brains are like computing, finding an answer, here you go. It will find an answer all day long. So if it's committed to finding the answers that we're looking for, the first shift is asking better questions. What if I had five new people today find me on Instagram and decide to pay me in full? What if there are people who are watching and listening and they're not engaging or liking and commenting and DMing and that's fine and they sign up tonight, right? So now let's say you're in a launch. You're in a launch and all of these things are popping up, right? You have all of these thoughts. You have all of these fears. You may be feeling a little imposter syndrome. You're feeling a little funky, you're feeling like you're freaking the fuck out, let's be honest. <laughs> the best piece of advice I can give you guys. I tell this to all my clients every single time. They're like, oh, I'm in a launch. I'm feeling this way. It's not going well. My advice, share it. Talk about it. Be vulnerable with your audience. Share what's going on with you. Humanize yourself. 
and normalize the process. I have huge launches. I love launching. I make good money. But you want to know what? I still have fears. I still have limiting beliefs. I still have thoughts that try to run into my mind. I'm no different than you. I don't have anything that you don't have. What happens when you openly share what's going on behind the scenes? You empower people. Because on the front side, people assume everything's perfect. They assume it's perfect. They have it all together. Well, Taylor, Taylor loves launching. Taylor makes money launching. Of course, Taylor does. She doesn't have fears. She has a team. She has blah, blah, blah. That's the perception that our audience carries with us based on our social media. So if I'm able to tell you, nope, <laughs> I have fears, I freak out, I doubt myself, I have limiting thoughts, here's what's going on for me, here's what's coming up for me, the audience, the perception of your audience shifts because now they're like, oh, well, if Taylor's making that money and having those launches and she's thinking the thoughts that I'm thinking, then it's possible for me too. If she's out there doing what I want to do and she has what I want to have, but she still deals with the same doubts and, and freak outs that I do, then that means I'm not exempt. The moment you humanize yourself to your audience you're going to see an uptick in response. Because again, that's what's relatable. And when you're in a launch, this can be uncomfortable to do. Last launch I was in for Five Figure Flow, shit was on fire every fucking corner. Every corner. I made it mean something. I felt so discouraged. I was frustrated. I was losing sight of the goal. I was losing sight of the vision. And I shared all of it. Every single process I got on and I was like, you know what guys, we're trying to spend $12,000 in ads and they're not working. And the cost per lead is insane. And it feels like I'm bleeding money. And I'm feeling so frustrated. That launch was still like a 50 something thousand dollar launch at the end of the day. Because as soon as I started to share what was going on with me, people were like, yeah, I get it. Yeah, I get it. I connect with you. I resonate with you. All of a sudden, it makes it so much more possible in the realm of possibility for them. And something about vulnerability is it's honesty. It's honesty in its purest, rawest, realest, in my opinion, most beautiful form. And so if we're not willing to be vulnerable, aka honest, aka fully transparent, in some way, shape, or form, we're out of integrity. When we're out of integrity, we're out of alignment. We're back here in this situation. Why don't we just allow it to be easy? Vulnerability doesn't mean anything. Having fears, having doubts, having freakouts, panics, whatever, doesn't mean anything. I never when I'm sharing those fears and insecurities, I never think, well, does this make me less qualified or are they not going to take me seriously? My questions or my thoughts are, they're going to value me even more. They're going to respect me and trust me even more because they see that I'm not just showing them the highlight reel. And I get it. You know, last time I was in a launch, I'm like, well, fuck, I'm teaching about launching. It's not going the way I want. Fuck. I had those thoughts. I just shared them. Sharing them sets you free. And it sets everyone else free too. So the best thing that you can do when your launch is not going as planned is be really honest with your audience about that. Share the process. My intention for 2021 was I want to share the process more than I share the results. The process makes the results so fulfilling. 
so worth it. So let's all make a collective promise and set the intention that we are committed to sharing the process. Because going back to something we talked about in one of the days so far is it's not about us. So the moment that we hold back or we pull back or we don't really share what's going on because we're afraid, because we're uncomfortable, because, oh my gosh, what are people going to think about me? Oh my gosh, how are people going to perceive me? Oh my gosh, are are they going to think I'm less qualified? It's about us again. But sharing that makes it about your audience because it empowers them. It allows them to see what's possible. It gets them paying attention. They value the fuck out of you. Anytime I share some hard shit on my Instagram, my DMs blow up. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Oh my God, I feel so normal. I feel so confident. I feel like I can do this. You changed my whole perspective. What if your DMs were full of DMs like that once you ripped the Band-Aid? And every time it gets easier, you know, it's hard the first time. Not gonna lie. But every single time it gets easier and your audience begins to expect the truth from you. And that two-way street, that trusting relationship goes a long way. So you can share it without being in a victim state of mind, right? Because it's not about, you know, hopping on Instagram or Facebook Live or Clubhouse or email or wherever the hell you hang out. And being like, poor me, my launch isn't going as planned. You should buy from me because I have all these fears coming up. No. It's like, hey, here's what's going on. Here's what's coming up. And I want to show you this because X, Y, and Z. I'm sharing this because I want you to know that perfection is not a prerequisite for success. Okay? We had... (laughs) my God, we had so many like tech issues this launch. And the way that I addressed them and talked about them was you can make mistakes and still sell out your launch. You can have things fuck up behind the scenes and emails not being delivered and wrong emails going out and broken links and broken automations and you can still make money and it can still go perfectly. That hits home. That hits home. The next thing that you can do is you can ask your audience, what's up? (laughs) Some language just to give you kind of like a tangible example of what this could look like is, you know, if five figure flow is feeling quiet, I might hop on stories and be like, there were over 2000 of you signed up for launch party week. That indicates to me that you want bigger launches. You want more successful launches. You want more clients. You want it to be easy. And so, you know, I'm giving you exactly what you want. (laughs) Five-figure flow is it. It's everything you'll ever need for any launch ever. And yet, the enrollments aren't aren't rolling in the way I, I expected. So what's going on? Where are you at? Do you have questions about the program? Are you wondering if it's a good fit for you? Are you confused on the content? Or do you just not really want it that bad? Ask them. I thought you wanted this. This is what you told me. Now here it is. And you're not taking action. Why is that? DM me and let me know. Post a questions box. Totally kept anonymous. Reply back to my email. Asking people where they're at goes a long way. Because it's a personal touch point. People are like, she notices. She cares. When you can invite people to tell you where their head is at, they're a lot more likely to slide into the DMs. Because if we're talking about the people who aren't buying out of fear, or they have questions, or they have limiting beliefs, or they don't fully trust themselves, they are likely not the type of people that are going to go into your DMs on their own time, at their own pace, from their own will, Say, hey, I have questions. Hey, I'm afraid. (laughs) Hey, can you support me in making this decision? But the moment that you give them an invitation, hey, my DMs are open. Let me know where you're at. 
And I tell people, I say this when I'm launching, when I'm selling all the time, I will not recommend a program to you that is not going to be a good fit for you. When people come in my DMs and they ask me questions about the program, <clears throat> one of my first questions back to them is, can you tell me more about yourself? Can you tell me more about your goals? Can you tell me more about your business and what you've tried before and what you're feeling, what's coming up for you? That's the only way I can gauge if it's a good fit for them. Otherwise, I'm just guessing. And so I'll stay on my stories. If you come in my DMs, I'm not going to sell you. <laughs> I'm just going to learn a little bit more about you and then give you my perspective of if I think it's a good fit for you. I don't follow up. I will not nag you. Promise. Scout's honor. Pinky swear. It's not my vibe. I don't follow up. I don't hypersell. I'm here to answer your questions, but I will not convince you and I will sure as fuck not pressure you. And so once you set that tone, <clears throat> you create a new level of safety. And then people are all of a sudden willing to be a little bit more honest with you because you're being a little bit more honest with them. You're inviting them. Talk to me. It's safe. Let me support you in making this decision. I've been in sales conversations where I'm like, I don't think this is a good fit for you. I don't really have anything in my suite that can help you. I can recommend you to a friend. I can refer you to another program. Our goal, all of us collectively, is to make sure that people are getting the support that they need. And at the end of the day, I don't care if that's with me or not. I would love if we work together, but if you choose to work with someone else or enroll in something else and that feels like a good fit for you, that feels like a hell yes to you, that's awesome. I feel fulfilled. I'm so happy for you. And that goes back to the detachment too. So anyways, going back to how to pivot, if things aren't working, launch 911 is you can just ask them and you can start those conversations and you can create a safe space to have sales conversations that feel very, very good to everyone involved. So who here has been in a launch where you have a goal and you're like, I'm not on track shit, I wanted 10 sales and I'm halfway through the launch. That means I should have five already. Who has gotten caught in that kind of mentality before? Oh my gosh, the door has just opened. Shouldn't there be a massive influx of people? Nobody enrolled on the first day. That means I'm behind. That means I'm behind. Yes. I've been there. I've been there. We've all been there, you guys. Come on. It's our normal, logical human brain wanting to make sense of everything. Wanting to justify, wanting to understand. I saw a post on this yesterday, and I can't remember who wrote it, but it really stuck out to me, and I wanted to talk about it. There's no such thing as on track. Fuck on track. This is where we shift the vibe of the launch. Something one of my mentors told me that really, like, I felt seen. I was like, fuck, <laughs> fuck. She was saying, you know, sometimes we aren't meeting our goals. And so again, our brains, to keep us safe, we start to justify. Well, that's okay. That's okay. You know, if I get eight people instead of 10, I'll be happy. You know, how can I complain? I already have so much to be grateful for. What you're doing at that point is you're making the bed for disappointment. You're preparing yourself to be disappointed. You're already, you know, coming to terms or accepting the fact that it's not going to go your way. You're not going to reach your goals. And so what that sends out energetically is like, it's okay if you don't. You are available for less. My mentality was like, well, geez, I really want six-figure launches, but if I'm making 50K in a launch at 25 years old, can I be that disappointed? I should be grateful. 
in my mind, I never thought of it like I was settling for less. I was trying to anchor in gratitude, but she was right. I was making the bed for disappointment. I was making it okay. That slows down the momentum more than you could ever believe. Yesterday was day one of the official five-figure flow launch. I expected a lot more enrollments day one than actually happened. So I started to get in my head. Is this a sign of how the launch is going to go? Have I built up all of this energy and all of this belief for it to not come true? I went through the thought spiral. I'm a human. Then I was thinking about what I was going to share with you guys today. And I was like, nope, we're not making the bed for disappointment. I could, and this is, this is in God's hand. It's not in mine. <laughs> it is in the realm of possibility that 200 people sign up in the last day. Or 50 people sign up today and that makes up for yesterday. I'm no longer obsessed with staying on track. I want this amount of enrollments every day or I'm halfway through the launch. I should be halfway to my goal. No, no, <laughs> no. Okay, we're shifting the vibe. It comes so much to it. And the moment we get into this victim mentality of like, poor me, it's not going my way. I mean, it's fine if I get this. Oh, I fucked it up. Oh, it must be something that I did or didn't do or say or didn't say. Maybe next time. Maybe next time. That's what you'll experience if that's the mentality that you have going through your launches. So if things aren't going the way that you want them to go, I've given you a long list of things you can look for. You can look at the initial data, you can assess your content and how you're communicating your offer. If you're focusing too much on the deliverables, then the feeling and the end result, you can check in. Am I embodying what I teach? Am I full in integrity with what I'm selling? You can humanize yourself. You can ask your audience for feedback. You can open that door. But the biggest thing it's going to come down to is how available you are for miracles. None of this is normal. I was talking about this with my clients last night on our partnership call. We were talking about how money is so normalized in the online space of like 100K months, 100K launches, million dollar months, million dollar years, multi-million dollar years. It's almost like we've become like numb and immune to the amount of money that we're making at any scale. When I was 22 years old, making $10,000, $20,000 a month, that's not normal. That's a miracle. When I made over $350,000 my second year in business at 24, that's not normal. It's all a miracle. Everything we've done up until this point has been miraculous. And so why aren't we open for more? More miracles. All the signups on the last day of my launch. Why not? Because we're locked in this not enoughness. We're locked in to this, it has to look this way. If we can't see it, it must not be happening. If we can't hold it, it must not be true. It must not be coming. The last time I checked, <laughs> faith by definition is the ability to trust when you cannot see. We can all trust when we see you motherfuckers. <laughs> That's easy. Okay. Like really think about it. It's easy to stay in a good vibe and a good energy and a good mindset when it's working out our way, but that's not faith. Faith is holding the vibe and trusting the process when it doesn't look like it's working out. And that's a lot harder to do. This morning I was journaling with all my thoughts and my fears that were coming up. And I was like, my job is to do the thing, to show up, right? I'm here, I'm doing launch party week. It's fucking awesome. I'm making content. I'm showing up. I'm doing the things. Everything else though, 
is up to something I cannot see. I cannot touch. So my job, my focus for this launch is to anchor in that faith. I'm not going to make the bed for disappointment. I'm not going to ask questions. Well, what if it doesn't happen? I'm not going to justify in my mind, well, I'd be happy with this, even though I want this. I fucking want this. That's what I want. Okay. <laughs> That's what I'm going to go get. That's what I'm available for. That is what I'm going to lean into. Again, whatever you believe, God, uh, universe, spirit guides, whatever. But like this morning in my journal, I was like, God, you got this. We've got this. We make a good team. I'm doing my part. I know you're doing your part. That's all there is to it. So I'm going to stay anchored in that. And I'm going to stay embodied in what I teach. And I'm not going to obsessively check my notifications. I'm not going to personally reach out to every single one of you and be like, you're going to enroll. You're going to enroll. How about today? How about now? How about you pay in full? No. No. This is such a good topic. Such a good topic. So there are lots of things that you can do to pivot. You can change your mind. You can change your launch event. You can change the way that you are marketing. You can add new bonuses. You can add a new payment plan. There are an unlimited amount of things that you can do to shift. You can shift what you're doing what you're actually doing, how you're saying it, how you're marketing, you can shift the vibe. When you shift both of those things, it's going to work out for you. But if you're in the beginning and you're like, well, it's just the way it is. It's just the way it's been for me. Another thing to keep in mind is the past does not predict the future. Not in my world. There are people, right? They're like, history repeats itself. It'll happen again. You know, you learn from experience, all these things. If I had a launch that didn't go the way I wanted it to, that does not at all in my world mean that this launch has to go the same way. The past is the past. It's over here. The future is the future. It's over here. And I'm hanging out right here in the middle because that's all there is. That's all we have. So if you've had these experiences, don't bring them with you. And if things start to not go the way that you anticipated them to go, don't say, okay, that's just the way it is for me. Of course, this happened last time. Of course, it's happening this time. Then you go into what you're lacking. Well, it must be the audience size. Maybe I need to run ads. Maybe I need to do more marketing. Maybe I need better bonuses. Maybe I need to do this. Maybe that's what you believe. But again, that's making the bed for disappointment and we're not going to do that. I've had clients who, you know, the launch was supposed to end and they're just like, I'm not complete. I'm not done. I want this. I'm holding the vision for it. They keep the cart open a couple days. They do a grace period. They do a, a flash reopening. They hit their goals. It's not over till it's over. It's not over till you say it's over. Oh, this is good. Okay, who wants to see the background of Five Figure Flow? This is what it looks like when you log in to my program child. This was set up in member milestones, meaning you are not too new or too advanced for this content. So the first thing you're going to see is the member milestones. That's where you can gauge where are you. Are you a launch virgin? Maybe you're creating your first offer, launching your first offer, signing your first few clients, maybe running your first program. Are you a launch learner? You've launched in the past. Now you wanna raise your prices. You wanna sell more high ticket. You want five figure launches. You wanna plan more far in advance. You want some more passive income. Are you a launch lover? You're using paid ads. You're launching evergreen funnels. You want six and multiple six-figure launches. You want to diversify your income. You want affiliate launches. This is where you can go right away to see where you land. Another thing I love about this program is if you love it and you have friends that need it, 
you can make money just by sharing the content because I appreciate that so much. So you're going to go into pick your pathway. And what you're going to see is that there are the three different pathways and three downloads. Let me show you one. I don't know if it will pull up because of the screen share. Let's see. It should though. So you are going to see the launch lover, what it looks like, what to focus on. And then it gives you a clear path. Here are the things that you can bypass. Here is where I would get started. These lessons are maybe not needed for you right now. Come back to that later. You have a complete roadmap to help you go through the whole program. Milestones and tips. So it's all ready for you. It's very, very easy. Okay, you go through the mindset content. Module two, create your profitable offer. Step-by-step, step, how to create your world-class offer. How to define your ideal client. How to validate your offers to make sure that they sell. How to get inside your ideal client's head. How to price your offers. How to package your offers to ensure maximum profit. Foundation. How to sell. Launch, flow, process, and timeline. Launch event strategies. All the different events you can host. The bonus for this launch is how to choose your pre-launch topic, how to know what to talk about, how to host a high converting event, what to do during the event, and then the done for you launch plan, which is amazing. You get to plug in, what's your launch personality? What kind of offer are you selling? What's the price point? What's your launch event? Are you doing a wait list? Are you using ads? When do the doors open? When do the doors close? And you get this massive checklist by category, it's by date, it's by due date, and then it links to the five-figure flow lesson that will help you. It gives you your content calendar, what to post when. It gives you a dashboard to track your launch. <laughs> it's epic. It's so epic. I invested a lot of money <laughs> to have this spreadsheet built for you because I wanted it to be easy for you. So then you go into all the different launch strategies. Module four, getting your audience to throw money at you. How to manage your launch, setting up pre-launch emails, pre-launch social media, how to tease your experience, how to create the best marketing collateral, recommended technology if you're not tech savvy. Module five is all about sales. The cold to sold sales system, one of my favorite lessons. How to close on live video. How to look at conversion, sales goals, key metrics, the things to look at. Down to execution, launch week, best practices, things to keep in mind. What to track, common mistakes to avoid. Launch 911, more info on how you can pivot. Preparing for your next launch, taking what happened this time and applying it for next time. And then my launch week hype playlist. This is actually new, but I added it because I created one and it is the launch playlist that I use to like hype myself up before a launch and it's a vibe. Now module seven, six figure funnels, how to sell on demand, how to create a micro webinar, how to create a six figure funnel, what goes into a successful evergreen campaign. Then we have our bonuses, how to run Facebook ads, how to write copy, copy templates, email templates, the whole thing, okay? So it's pretty intense. <laughs> it's pretty intense and it's enrolling now. So if you guys have questions, it's safe to slide into my DMs. <laughs> I will not hyper sell you. We'll see if it's a good fit. If you're just a hell yes, jump right in. It's the investment that pays you back again and again and again and again, you guys. It's the reason why my business got to where it was. It's the reason I had a 10K launch my second month in business. You are not too new. You are not lacking anything. I don't have anything that you don't have. You're ready for this. You just need the roadmap. You need the tools. You need the strategies. You need the how. That's what this program is meant for. 
Okay. I hear a lot of people that are like, yeah, I could, but I just might DIY it or yeah, it looks so good, but maybe I'll wait till next time. And my reflection and my mirror back to you is if it hasn't worked so far, what is your plan to, to make it work? I don't want to see you guys throw spaghetti at the wall. I've seen it time and time again, people pass up on the program. And then when it opens up in like September, October, they're like, still haven't made money, still haven't sold out my launches. I should have just enrolled. Evie's asking how long does it take to go through the course? So all the lessons are between like three. I think the longest one is like a 20, 25 minute video. They're short snippets. It's not meant for me to just blah, blah, blah. The videos are just what you need exactly when you need it. And you don't need to go through it all at once. So if you're a launch virgin, it's going to block out the, the final few modules because you just don't need to worry about that yet. So it's very, very easy to go through and easy to implement. It was designed that way, right? Again, it's not the Taylor show. And so like put an end to it, <laughs> break the pattern, launch differently, have what you need. I threw the spaghetti at the wall so you don't have to. Now you can just enjoy this Italian dinner, this abundant pasta plate, because <laughs> I did all the work. And this is what I'm really passionate about, right? It's the reason this was a 32K launch before the doors even opened. Almost at 40K, it's going to be a six-figure launch. I know it. Can't wait to do a launch report for you guys <laughs> and break down all of the things. So if you have any questions, DM me on Instagram. That's the best place to get a hold of me. I don't check Facebook messages at all. Let me know. The doors will be closing next week. The bonuses will expire. There are live top bonuses, one by Cynthia on human design, how to use your human design to find more flow in your launches. Another one taught by my bookkeeper, Katie Farrow, how to keep your profit, how to track your numbers, how to keep your money once you've made it. I've thought of all of it. It's not just about the launch. It's about what happens before and what happens after, because I want to set you up for success and sustainability. I don't want you to be a one-hit wonder. I want you to use this investment again and again and again and again so it continues to pay you back. It's powerful. It's powerful as fuck. So our last day of launch party week is tomorrow. I am sharing five of my best tips to get to $50,000 launches. All right, I will see you guys tomorrow. Today was so much fun. I appreciate you for being here. Okay, bye guys. Thanks for listening to another episode of Aligned and Ambitious Radio. To stay connected in between episodes, follow me on Instagram at alignedandambitious.co and check out Aligned and Ambitious TV on YouTube. And as always, if this podcast is one that inspires you, make sure you subscribe and review the show. I'll see you next time and I hope the rest of your week is full of magic.